What's up, Hogline Nation? Welcome back to the Hogline Podcast. You are listening to episode 68 of the Hogline Podcast. Uh, we are your hosts, Mitchell and Jack Manis. Hello. We are going to be discussing NFL. Yes. Giving our predictions about where all these guys are going to go. Correct. Where, uh, how many players we have? What's the total? We got a lot. Maybe like close to 30, uh, 30. of various positions, offense and defense. I think it's exactly 30. Is it? Okay, yeah. So we're going to give uh, what we think each player's worth uh, annually and then their annual value and then just our prediction of what team they're going to go to. Yes, and we've done quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, um, you know, every every position on defense, like inside linebacker, outside linebacker, edge rushers, corners and safeties. So we have a nice variety of pretty much everyone here. Um, and I think we have pretty much all of the big names. So um, yep. we will kick it off with former, or not really former yet, but New Orleans Saints quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, what did you think for him? You want my number or the team? Say both. Both. Uh, I have him going to the Bucks for $25 million a year. I don't have that much money for him. Okay. I have $15 million Oh, wow. And going to the Chicago Bears. Interesting. Okay. You think he's going to be the starting quarterback for the Bucks next season? Yes. All right. I have I have him going to the Bears, and I I mean I I'm not I don't really know who would start the season, but maybe it would be a quarterback competition throughout the off season and the preseason. It would. The, the Bears have said they want to add a veteran quarterback to push Trubisky, quote unquote. Uh, so Bridgewater could be that guy. And I mean, he's good enough to even take the job from him. And then, right. uh, then they can decide what they want to do with Trubisky afterwards. If, if Bridgewater would hypothetically beat him out for the starting position. I think that'd be, I mean, like not a bad move for the bears. I don't, I think there would have to be like no other options for Bridgewater to do that. Cause I mean, I like anyone, he probably wants a starting job and he's proven that he's, kind of capable i don't know what your opinion is on that but um yeah interesting uh yeah i so yeah 15 million i had for him you had him 25 i originally had him for more but then i realized if he did go to the bears i don't think it would be right yeah 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 true yeah i have him going to the bucks and like bruce arians envisioning him to be their quarterback for a second Right, so I'm sure he's trying to get what arounds like Nick Foles got, and he got 22 million dollars annually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably a nice goal for him, but it all depends on uh, which team he goes to and whatnot. Uh, the next guy we have is Ryan Tannehill, and where do you have him? What do you think? I have him going back to the Titans for 27 and a half. I have him going to the Titans as well for $27 million, but uh, under under a franchise tag. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So I have him. So then I guess I, I'm going to – I think they're going to – I mean, that would be my – I don't know. I think that because he did have – obviously had a very good year, um, but tag him one more year, see if he can do it again, and then if, if he does it again, then reward him. That's fair. And they also have a lot of other pieces that they need to, you know, keep intact. So I think a tag seems appropriate, I guess. Um, sure. They do have other places to address money-wise, but their cap space, they have a good amount of money to use. They are, they are, they're 11th in the league with $50 million. So it's a, it's a decent position that they're in. Uh, but, they, I mean, they need to sign Jack Conklin. They need to shine, sign Logan Ryan, Derrick Henry, and then Tannehill. So those are four major pieces of their team. 
that they need to, you know, yeah. keep it back or try to at least. Okay. Yep. Uh, James Winston. I have him. I don't even. Okay. I have him going to the Lions. That there's or, a zero. There's a zero percent chance that happens. For twenty-five million. I'll give you, I'll give you fifteen bucks if he signs with the Lions. Okay, um, I heard. There, I think there are there are rumors out there that they do want to move on from Stafford and look at a different direction. You know what? I'll give you whatever his annual annual salary is in the millions. I'll give you that in like a single dollar. So if it's like twenty million, I'll give you twenty bucks okay. if it goes to the Lions. Okay, good. Um, I think, I mean, they're. I'm pretty certain I heard rumors that they some people think they want to move on from Matthew Stafford because um, they've been kind of mediocre for years. Uh, and getting I mean, rid of Stafford's not going to change that. It's going to make I, it worse. I'm not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that I agree. I just heard that there are rumors that that could be a thing. And Jameis Winston, I mean, I don't know, he's not great, but like, the, the offense, their receivers can be used in high volume. Galladay and Marvin Jones and their other guys. And uh, Winston, Winston can, can throw it a oh, lot. He can throw it a lot. He can throw it a lot. And I, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, could, I can envision him in this offense just airing it out a, a bunch. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen at all. I have him returning to the Bucks. Um, Franchise what, what, tag. You had what? You, you what did you have? You had a. You said twenty five million. Yeah. I have him returning to the Bucks. Uh, well, I I Jack didn't do this, but I I wrote out the lengths of the contracts as well. Um, I have him returning to the Bucks on a three year deal, twenty eight million dollars. Okay. Um, like not worth this money, but like he's. He's he's I've seen interviews and press his end of the year press conference. He's very adamant on getting paid. So yeah, exactly. And yeah, he, he going the season that he had was probably the worst thing that the Bucks could have asked for because he threw he he was what like top five in touchdowns. He threw like thirty three, right? Um, yeah, he was thirty three and thirty. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. What do you have? Over 5,000 yards, close to it. He was the passing leader. I believe so. Yeah, he he had 5,100, I think. Right, but obviously, he led the league in interceptions by a wide margin. So, and he went seven. They went seven and nine. So all those right. things yeah. put together, that's like so like right in the middle of the road. If he you either, I guess, wanted him to have a bad year so you could move on from him more easily or have a really good year and you could justify paying him. But now it's kind of like you're really stuck. So I kind of went with like, okay, they're not going to be locked into him for like five years or whatever, but they're going to do a, a shorter shorter deal than, than you know, a, a, a five-year deal or whatnot. But still, I mean, they're going to have to pay him to like 25, around $25 million, give or take a few. So that's what I went with. I could see that. I just personally feel like Bruce Arians wants to, like, I feel he's a very good coach and a winning coach, and I really, I think that he understands that Winston is not going to, like, they don't have a, I really don't think he thinks that they have a future with Winston. He's not going to, Winston won't lead them to anything, like a, the playoff, like a Super Bowl or playoffs. And I think he's going to just want to try to move in a different direction. I mean, if I were the Bucks, I would look towards the draft. Yeah. But who knows? Uh, next on the list is Phillip Rivers. What do you have? I have him going to the Colts for 27 and a half. I've got Colts two years, 26 mil. Okay. So we're so pretty, pretty much, much on the same. Uh, I, mean, I feel like that's kind of the favorite to land Phillip Rivers at this point because yeah. the Chargers – Charters seem like they want to move on, and I don't know why, but just everything. All indications are pointing towards Indianapolis, and I mean, it seems like, for what it's worth, it could be a, a decent fit. Um, Rivers is obviously on the, the decline of his career, but the Colts have a good offensive line. 
and uh, a very good offensive-minded head coach. Uh, the weapons could be a little bit better, but maybe they, they also have they also have a ton of cap space. I think they're second in the league, so yeah. they have opportunities to add and add uh, skill position players for Rivers if they did sign him. So it could be a good match, and I, I feel like that's where he'll end up. Yeah, I, same reason that pretty much. I'd, yeah, that's why. Right. They they could be a win now franchise and Rivers suits that. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Drew Brees, what do you think? I have him back on the Saints for thirty million. Same exact thing. I've got Saints thirty million. I already want to pay for three. Two, two years. Okay. Um, yeah, I would be very shocked if he, like, this is almost certain he's going to be back. Yeah. Um, I think his current deal is 25, so they'll probably give him maybe a little more, and it'll probably obviously be a shorter deal as he's in his 40s now. So, yeah, almost certain. That's a you can write that in uh, in concrete. I don't think that's the saying, but you can't write in. You can't write in concrete. Tom Brady. This is a little less certain, but what do you have for Tom Brady? I have him going to the Chargers for 30 million. Um, no, <laughs> he's, uh, he's staying in my, really? in my projections. I have him going back to the Patriots. Same deal as Breeze, 30 million, two years. I think that's kind of crazy. Have you been not seeing what these reports are? I've been seeing it. I've, my, my position has been, he's staying with the Patriots all along. I really believe so. Why'd you pick the Chargers? Cause he's from there. Um, that's just kind of like how it played out. I okay. First off, I really don't think he's staying. Uh, the uh, I mean, I heard that him and Belichick had their first conversation since the season ended, and it allegedly did not go well. Um, yeah, but then Adam Schefter said that was false. Okay, but I mean, other than I don't know, I just feel like that. Uh. I think he just kind of would want to prove himself. I know he has six rings, but to prove himself in a sense that, like, Belichick is not, like, hasn't made him entire. He's not Belichick's puppet. Um, and if he can win one on his own without Belichick, then, I don't know, I think that would solidify his legacy. Because I feel like he's, anyone of that stature, I think, really cares about their legacy. And if he went to the Chargers and won one without Belichick, then, like, I don't know. I mean, people already think he's the greatest of all time, but that would definitely solidify him. First of all, uh, you would and, absolutely not win one on the on the Chargers. I Their don't defense. think he would. I don't think he would either. No, I don't think he would. But, I mean, that's just – he might believe he can. If he's smart, he would go back because, I mean, there's – he has no better shot of winning one again if he's not in the – like, other than playing for the Patriots. But, Yeah. I still think he's staying. Just watch. It'll get fixed. If he's gone, Patriots are drafting Justin Herbert. He's not going to make it to them. You don't think so? Trade. Not unless he trades up. Not unless they trade up. Excuse me. No, no, no. Um, but I yeah. Don't know if Herbert trades himself up. Yeah, you um, – I really believe he's staying. I just have a feeling I've felt that way ever since the offseason, and I'm – Unless something dramatically changes, I really think he's staying, and I will find out obviously relatively soon. Let's bet his contract divided by a million. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. Back, press Scott. Who is? Yes. You go first. Yeah, last of the quarterbacks. I have him returning to the Cowboys with a whopping thirty-three million five-year deal. Okay. They will get it done. Um, I am going the Cowboys for an even whoppinger, 35.5. All right. Yeah, I mean. what going to make him the highest paid. The highest paid is what? Russell Wilson currently, right? At 35, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think he'll be. I mean, he's almost. I mean, he's probably going to get top three to five at the quarterback position anywhere from 30 to 35 million. I think they offered him 105, correct? 
They offered him 105 million. I heard that from someone. An annual value of 33. Right. So, um, that would be something. And we kind of, I mean, I think he, I think it's worth it. Yes. That's what the market dictates, and right. I mean, they. Yeah, it's not just me loving Dak. He's just like, he's a capable quarterback. Whether Eagles fans like it or not, he is. Uh, they can win a Super Bowl with him, and he's the next quarterback up. And the next quarterback up who's going to get paid is probably going to be the highest paid, which is that. So. Yeah, I I think he's worthy of it. I would do it if I were, if I were Jerry Jones, I would do it. Yeah, real quick. Oh, sorry, I thought you were done. No, he's a quarterback. You he's a quarterback you can win with uh, under the under the correct circumstances. I mean, he can't. He's not a quarterback that can carry a team on his own, but the Cowboys are good enough to where it is possible them for them to win with him. So I would do it. Real quick, a few quarter here are a few quarterbacks that are getting paid more than Dak Prescott currently. Well, you uh, can't do this because he's on his rookie deal. I know, but I think it's just funny to see these guys are getting paid more than Dak. Uh, Easton Stick. Yeah, he was the quarterback of the Chargers, right? I didn't know. This, I don't know who that is. Um, Kyle Sloter, Davis Webb. Dave, who's David Fails? Don't know. <laughs> he's on the Jets. He's thirty years old. Um, well, what's Dak's co- contract now? Like six hundred thousand dollars? Six hundred eighty thousand. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's gonna, you know, exceed that by a large margin. So. Congratulations, Dak. Whether it's with the Cowboys or not, you will get money. Uh, We will move on to the running backs now. We have five here to discuss. First up is Matt Breda. Yes. Who do you have him going to and for what? I have him. Let me me preface this. I think the quarterbacks were a little bit easier to determine their, uh, their market value, but... Running backs and more, I some of like the secondary people. I had a tougher time doing this, especially the running backs. So I could be a little bit off on what my I project their their contracts being worth. I just wanted to say that before we get into that. So anyway, Matt Breda, go ahead. I'm Matt Breda going to the Chiefs for six million. All right, that'd be good for him. I mean, running backs seem to succeed in Kansas City. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, I have him going to the Falcons at $4.5 million. Okay. I could see that too. Uh, yeah. So I, uh, the Falcons are rumored to potentially move on from Devonta Freeman, cut him. So he could end up somewhere. So, um, yeah. Yeah. That right. But that exceeds the Falcons cap space. Yeah, um, the Falcons were a team. They got four point one. I, I mean, so they're paying them everything they have. They have left. <laughs> like they're, they they don't. They, they're not signing anyone else. If they cut Freeman, don't they? Do they save something? That's right. Maybe they would. I mean, I'm sure. I don't know. And I think I think there was also rumors of them getting rid of Vic Beasley too. So they definitely could. They could adjust. Yeah, it. they they would have to adjust it. Yeah. They'd have to I mean, restructure something. If, if they did, if they kept Freeman, they wouldn't make this move. So this could be under, yeah. this could be under the assumption that they do do that. So yeah. uh, that's what yeah. I've got there for them. And he, I mean, yeah. he thrived. I mean, the the, the Falcons. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, next, next is Kareem Hunt, right? Yeah. Yeah. I want you to go first. I have Kareem Hunt going to the Chicago Bears. Hmm. For how much? Uh, this is out of every contract. This is the hardest one I had to predict. Tricky, right yeah. I wrote six million. Okay. What you? Have? I have him going to the Redskins for five. Okay. I. Um, you go. You go. You why the Bears or whatever, and why? Okay. Yeah. I know the Bears just drafted David Montgomery last year, but. I mean, a third round is a somewhat of a high investment in a running back, but it's not like they invested a first-round pick in him. So it's not like they have too much of a commitment to David Montgomery. 
And he had a decent rookie season, but it's not like he like blew the doors off or anything. Like, yeah. I don't know. So, and I think adding if they could have two running, like that could be a very good one-two punch. Sure. Uh, Hunt showed in last year in Cleveland that he's very capable of handling the passing downs work, especially. He really thrived in that role. Um, he has ties to Matt Nagy, who was formerly in Kansas City, former team of the uh, of Hunts. And um, I don't know. I feel like that could be a good match. I thought that was a little bit of an intriguing one. And like I said, the contract was a little bit difficult to figure out. But $6 million seems, I don't know, not like, a, not like a bad number for him. So that's what I went with. Okay. Uh, I had the Redskins, and I kind of really like this. That'd be really interesting. Um, Ron Rivera, obviously, is their new coach, and he's uh, they're really pushing for a new culture change in Washington. They desperately need it. And, I mean, as we all know, Kareem Hunt has had some off, several off-field issues. Um, and I think if there's – and Ron Rivera and, like, people around the league have – uh, given Ron Rivera credit and spoken to how he's uh, like trying to be a role model for his players and I don't know, can really turn them around. So I feel like this could be a really good fit for Hunt. Um, and for the Redskins too, if like Rivera can keep Hunt in check and I mean, he's proven he's very talented and I feel like they're, I mean, I love AP and he's still going to produce, but he's 35 going on 35, and I mean, guys, I feel like they're just tired of drafting running backs. Guys, they drafted Bryce Love last year. Um, guys, I think Love was also hurt, too. Guys obviously hurt. Uh, I don't know, Hunt would just be a, a good good splash to their backfield, a good uh, skill position player. Yeah. Right, yeah. I, I also like, like Kareem Hunt to uh, the Chicago, just because of the Matt Nagy connection. Yeah. Um, and I feel like they could utilize him well. I know. I mean, they still have Tariq Cohen. I forgot about Tariq Cohen. Right. But yeah. Who knows? Uh, it'd be a crowded backfield. It would definitely complicate things from a fantasy football pers- perspective. But, um, yeah, who knows? Uh, next is Kenyon Drake. Uh, he was on the Cardinals last season after he got traded from the Dolphins. Yes. Really thrived in, down the stretch of last season. Uh, what do you have for Kenyon Drake? I got. Kenyon Drake going back to the Cardinals for a hefty eleven million. Oh, I don't I don't have nearly that much for him. Yeah. I have him going to the Bucks, which I feel like could be a, a very good spot for him. Yeah. I really don't think I read I could be wrong, but I read that the Cardinals can't really cut David Johnson unless they want to do a, a they want to have a pretty heavy cap hit so they really they would need to trade him to someone and i don't really know if anyone wants to take on that his contract is pretty big so i don't know if anyone really wants to take that on so they could have a difficult time trading him and as a result they might just need to stick with him and and as a result let drake walk or they could keep them both like and work out like they did last year where drake gets the majority of the work um but i just had him going to tampa bay just because ronald jones has been uh, underwhelming so far in his NFL career. Kenyon Drake looked really good, and I don't have him like going for 11 million. I mean, yeah, he he did have a very good second half of the season, but 11 like if you get into double digit millions for a running back, you got to be one of the top guys. And I mean, we look at even Austin Eckler did had an amazing season, and he always thrives in whatever work he gets. He only got six million, um, so I only have Drake at five and a half. I mean, I could see it going a little higher than that, but I don't think it's going to be nearly $11 million. I have it at $11 million. I don't think he warrants $11 million. I just think that their stupid head coach is going to sign him for that much money because he, he forced doesn't the- have a – Cliff Kingsbury doesn't have a say. In, I mean, does he have a say it's in how much money he yeah. get? Yes, I'm sure he does. Um, he, they forced a trade to him, uh, a trade for him, despite having David Johnson, uh, I feel like they're just going to, I feel like they're going to try to trade him David Johnson, which I don't really understand why David Johnson's always, obviously incredible. Um, and then they're just going to commit to 
Kenyon Drake, and they can afford it too. They have a lot of money. No, they don't. Uh, I don't know. I just don't have much respect for the Cardinals franchise. Well, you're going to be proven wrong in a couple years, so. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, no. Fitzgerald. Huh? Yeah. I said I don't have it other than Larry Fitzgerald. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, we'll move on. These next two are very near and dear to my heart because they're on my dynasty team, both of these guys. So I'm going to definitely be monitoring where all the rumors and news of free agency news of these two guys over the next week or two. Uh, the first guy is Melvin Gordon of the Los Angeles Chargers. He obviously held out in the beginning of the season, missed the first four games, came back. He had uh, he was a little rusty out of the gates. He started to pick it up a little bit at the end of the year, but still really not up to Melvin Gordon standards over the past four years or so, uh, where he was a Pro Bowl, you know, borderline All-Pro talent. Um, some would say he hurt his value in the holdouts. That's probably true. Um, and he's been rumored to go to a bunch of different teams. So with all that being said, where did you have him? And more interestingly, what is his contract worth? Because that could really be all over the place. I think we're going to agree on both of these, team and money. I don't think I'm going to agree with you on the team, but maybe the money. I have him going to Texans for $11 million. I was right. Not on the team, uh, on the money. I have him, I don't know why, but I just have a feeling his team's going to come out of left field. He's going to sign with a team where I'm going to like be like, what the heck, why is he ending up there? Dolphins? Uh, no, the Detroit Lions. That'd be dumb. <laughs> yeah, I know they have carry-on, but he has also had two, two injuries that have ended his season, his first two years in the league. They may be a little bit tired of that, uh, with that being said, I have him signing for $10 million. Uh, I, I think when he initially started his negotiation slash holdout process, he was seeking that Le'Veon Bell, you know, $13, $14 million range because he thought he was worth that. Uh, maybe at the time he was, but it just didn't work out that way. So I still think he gets a decent deal, but I'm going to go with around $10 million. Uh, I don't think it would be the end of the world if he ended up in Detroit. I know he may have to split some carries with carry-on and, and whatnot, but, I mean, he was in a committee last year with Eckler, and I know they have a little bit different roles, Eckler handling more of the passing work, but um, it, it really could work, and obviously Detroit has been starving for a running game for, uh, I don't know, since I don't even know when, like very, very long time, so... They could really use it, and if he can help them out in any way and help Matthew Stafford finally get some pieces around him, I think that that's something they should look towards, I guess. So, but I don't know. I just have this. I just have this weird feeling that he'll end up in a team where I'm just like, what? Like, why? Why is he going there? Yeah. All right. Uh, last for the running back group, we have Derrick Henry. I have him back on the Titans for 13 million. Same exact thing that you have. Titans, $13 million. Yep. I really hope so. I think the Titans are a great match for Henry. Um, I think they, you know, I think that's in both Derrick Henry and the Titans' best interest to get a deal done together because he's the identity of the Titans. Um, right. He's their best offensive player, and the Titans have a, a good offensive line, Tara Luan and Jack Conklin, and um, it just seems like a good match for both sides. So I really hope... Uh, I really am hopeful that they will get things done. And I think $13 million is fair, because that would make him, what, like the third or fourth, third highest paid running back? Third. Tied for fourth. Right. No, fourth. Tied for fourth, yeah. It'd be him, Le'Veon, Gurley, and Zeke, right? Yeah, it'd be tied with Johnson at 13, yeah. Right, so I think that's fair. I think he maybe wants a little bit more, but I think if he can get it in the – if they can – I think an agreeable amount is 13 to $14 million. Yeah, and he carried them last year. He was really the the catalyst behind their runs in the AFC Championship game last year. So right. make, you make the AFC Championship, you gotta you're doing something right. You gotta keep your your same guys. That's why we both had Tannehill uh, and Henry. Uh, with the amount we had them for the same amount, that would put 
that would use up what 40 million of their what do they have available like 50 51 i think 50 ish um leaving like 10 million to spare i mean like you said they got a few other guys assigned yeah spoiler alert i don't have logan ryan going back to those things so um i don't either so all right we'll see about that uh wide receivers only got three um start off with robbie anderson sorry hold on sorry to cut you off aj green was tagged right yes he was tagged that's why yeah okay i just wanted to make sure that i i yep. remember that correctly rumor uh, r- just going to on t- talking to that real quick uh i heard a rumor saying joe burrow in their his meeting with the Bengals said they he wants aj green so that's why the tag happened so early um it could be why, if that rumor is true. If that thought was interesting. I think, uh, I don't know, the Bengals' offensive line is still a concern, but they've got some good pieces on offense. Yeah. If Burrow can be, you know, a consistent, you know, provide consistent quarterback play. Yeah. Anyway, Robbie Anderson, what do you have? I am going to the Eagles for $13 million. Wow. I have Eagles $12 million. Huh. Okay. Um. Coming back home to Philly. What? Yeah, it's right, Temple. Um, it's no secret, especially to the, the listeners of this show, the Eagles need wide receiver help. Aguilar's probably gone. They're moving on from Alshon, too, I believe. Um, and they desperately need wide receiver help unless they want to continue with Greg Ward Jr. Um, and, I mean, they're so desperate. I think... 13 or 12 million. I feel like that's a little bit of an over overpay for Robbie Anderson, but they really need someone. And there's not too many receivers better than him on the market as of now. So, I mean, I, I feel like they're going to, they'd sign him. And they'd also draft one or two more receivers. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, yeah, everything you just said. Obviously, it's a very big need for the team. I really think they missed that uh, deep threat to Sean Jackson role, so Anderson yes. could definitely provide for that. Carson Wentz loves to you know throw it deep, and Anderson could provide that spark plug for the offense because I feel like, feel like they were at their best when Deshaun Jackson was out there. I know he was out, wasn't out there very much, but I just think back to I was at that season opener against Washington, and um, Jackson... Yeah game then so that looked that was at a time when the eagles were probably at their best and i think that could it could work out for both sides and it could be a good fit next is uh emmanuel sanders yeah interesting one um i have him going to the ravens for 11 and a half all right why um they're with they're a team that is capable of winning now uh and as a guy like Sanders is on the the towards the end of his career, he's 33. Um, they can afford to pay him that much, and I mean they got good young receivers like Marquise Brown and Miles Boykin, um, and they throw their tight they use their tight ends a lot. But I don't know, just adding a, another threat like Sanders could be beneficial for them. Um, a veteran presence in the, among their receiving core in the locker room all right yeah i have him going to the new england patriots at 10 million dollars okay so he's taking a pay cut to go there not i mean he doesn't have a contract right now but i mean he's right now his last contract was at 11 million uh okay i have him actually at 10.5 but still a little bit less yeah uh the patriots similar reasons team that is capable of willing, winning now with the defense that they have and the system that they have. Um, and the Patriots are going to need to make some sort of splash at the wide receiver slash tight end department if they want to convince Brady. You know, that's a that could be something that to entice him to return to New England. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I feel like at this point that is Brady's number one concern it's not really the money or like despite what people say about his relationship with Belichick I think that's fine I think the number one thing that he wants is help he wants some type of 
help with the skill position players and signing Sanders would, you know, be a little bit enticing. I know he's not like the biggest name, but it does help a little bit. It's better than throwing to Jacoby Myers or whatever. So, <laughs> yeah, good, good point. And Sanders knows what a winning. He's not a stranger to a winning culture, winning locker room. He was with Denver, obviously, and last year with San Francisco. So could be a good fit for both sides. Um, last is Amari Cooper. I have him going back to the Cowboys for a hefty $17 million. 17.5 Dallas. That's what I got. Nice. Um, yeah. it, it's really working, out, really working out for the Cowboys that they have the fifth most cap space in the league where they need to sign all these guys. So, right. It's, uh, you know, good for them. I guess it worked out good timing. Seems like they might be able to, if they play their cards, right, get it all done with all of their main players. Um, it was looking like a pretty sticky situation, but I guess with some maneuvering, they have maneuvered enough cap space and it looks like they're going to be able to get it done. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the right move. I mean, they, they're a good team. If they can get all their pieces back together, I think they can really make it, have a good shot at making a run at the Super Bowl. Especially with a new coach. Emphasis on that. Yeah, you're, I know you're going to be pounding that point home for the next five, six months. Yep. All right. Still got a lot of players to go to, so we'll keep the train moving. We have three tight ends to talk about before we change over to the defensive side. Uh, first on the list is Eric Ebron, 2018, had a career year. I think he had 15 touchdowns last year, not so much. Probably hurt his value. If he was a free agent last season, that would have been perfect for Eric Ebron. Would have had a lot more leverage than he does currently. Nonetheless, where do you have Mr. Ebron landing? I have him going to the Texans for $9 million. Division rival. Yes. I don't have him signing for that much. Yeah. I have him going to the Carolina Panthers for $6 million. I consider the Panthers, but I don't think they have that much money. Uh, they got a good amount. You said $6 million? Yeah, the Panthers have $34.5 million. Um, I don't – I mean, I know they, they stay, they've they said that they like their backup, Ian Thomas, now that they let Greg Olson uh, go, and now he's with Seattle. And yeah. they said that they like Ian Thomas, but I don't know. Maybe Ebron. He's. I mean, he's gone. He's been in a multi tight end set. Uh, we you know, with the Colts, obviously with Jack Doyle. So I mean, I, I have him. I, I like I said earlier in the show. I also did the length of the contract. I only have him signing a one year six mil six and a half million dollar deal. Yeah. Uh, so it's not even like it's a big commitment for Carolina. So I think. It, if it works out, maybe they could re-up him in the next season, next offseason. But um, I don't know. Cam obviously really uh, – he looked to Greg Olson a lot. So yeah. they could really put an emphasis on the tight end position and make sure that's solidified with two decent options in Thomas and Ebron. Um, I, I could be wrong, but I feel like he was also another guy that was kind of adamant on getting paid. Uh, $6.5 million is what he's currently being paid, so I feel like he's going to ask – for a little more um nine million is a lot i feel like i but i had the texans going paying them nine million because um they can kind of afford it i think they, they have a good amount of money on hand yeah they're eighth they got 61 million um i mean he, he he's had a good year some good years and especially his 2018 year as you said uh he's shown that he's capable uh, he's also a first-round talent, like a top-ten talent, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So I feel like maybe that could warrant, allow him to warrant more money. Um, yeah, that's why. I don't know. All right. So next, we've got Hunter Henry. Yes. What do you think? I'm going back to Chargers for $8 million. Back to the Chargers for $9 million. Okay, so we're pretty much the same. The uh, highest paid tight end at the moment is Jimmy Graham with ten million dollars. So yikes! It's not like tight ends. Tight ends are making that much money right now. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be uh, I don't know. 
look at the moment it's looking like Tyrod Taylor is going to be the, the quarterback of the Chargers. Who knows? That could definitely change with all these quarterbacks that are available and the draft. So who knows whether it's a rookie or Tyrod Taylor. Um, you know, Ty- Tyrod doesn't have the biggest of arms. And if it's a rookie quarterback, you want to have a nice safety option over the middle and a tight end. So locking up Hunter Henry, although he's had a, a little bit of injury problems in his career, when he's on the field, he's a difference maker. So I've got him two years, $9 million. Maybe, maybe he would be looking for a little bit of a longer term deal, but that's what I have him as. Do you know what round he was drafted in? No, I do not. He's getting paid so little. Probably a late round pick then. Nah, he's he's at one getting one point five million a year, but like that's way down there. Yeah. Okay, we can move on to uh, last one is Austin Hooper. I have him going to the Redskins for ten million. Uh. Redskins. I just checked Hunter Henry. He's drafted in the second round. Oh, wow. Well, okay. Third pick in the second round. Almost the first. Oh, okay. Weird. I have Austin Hooper going to the Jets for $11 million. Wow. Big splash for the Jets. Um, I mean, would make him the highest paid tight end. That would make him the highest paid tight end. Yeah. Um, could help Sam Darnold. Yeah. Um, they, in my scenario, they'd be losing Robbie Anderson as also your scenario too. True. Yeah. So they're going to need some help and some reinforcements. They are 13th in the league with $49 million. The Jets are. And, um, I don't know. I really feel like that could help Sam Darnold take another step in his third year. Yeah, I see that. Um, I had the Redskins. Kind of what I said, I feel like Rivera is going to push for making a splash and kind of making big changes and signing Kareem Hunt and Austin Hooper would definitely uh, be a part of that plan or would fit into that plan. Um, yeah, and I mean, Redskins got money to spend too. They're ninth at $61 million to use. So, yeah. And adding another skill position on offense would definitely help them a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely want to get Dwayne asking some help because yeah. all they got is Terry McLaurin, and that's about it. So, and any O line help, definitely. Yeah. Right. All right, that covers the offensive side of the ball, and yep. we'll move on to the defensive side. We've got, I believe, twelve guys to talk about, um, but we'll start with Blake Martinez. Yes. Um. Another guy that is getting paid so little. He's, I he led the league in tackles, I think twice. No, no one's had more tackles than him over like a five year span. Some stat like that. I don't know, but um, he's currently yeah. getting paid what? Him and Bobby Wagner are one and two in tackles over the past four years. Yeah. Um. I have. He's currently getting paid six hundred thousand. Uh. And I don't think he's that young, but whatever. I have him going back to the Packers for $12 million. I have him returning to the Packers for $13.5 million. Okay, so we're, yeah. I think I had 12 because I don't think the Packers have that much to spend. They only got $20 million under their cap. Um, I mean, whatever. It's $1 million. But, yeah, I just feel like that'd be, they're going to want to, I don't know, Rodgers, Likes his defense, and they're gonna to want to keep him happy for his remaining years. So, I think they'll pay. They they gotta keep him. Yeah, he's one, if not the most, one of the most important pieces to their defense. He's only 26. He's not that old. He's drafted okay. in 2016. So. Oh, okay. So he still has his rookie contract. All right. I feel like I for some reason thought he was like older, and he was already on a second contract. But yeah. Nope. So I think this is a good amount, $13.5 million for him. Uh, seems like a good deal. I think it's interesting how we both had him, re- both had him returning to Green Bay. Yep. Um, what do you have for next guy is Yannick Ngakwe, formerly of the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
I have to admit, this is not an original thought. I saw this somewhere and I liked it, so that's why I, I kind of copied whatever whoever said this prediction. But go ahead. I have him going to the Dolphins for twenty million. All right. Um. Yeah, he's definitely a really good player. I think he's had any somewhere between eight sacks and twelve sacks, twelve and a half sacks, and eight each and a half. Yeah. He averaged like nine, nine. Like he's had thirty-seven and a half sacks in his four-year career. I just looked this up yesterday, but uh, yeah. So like nine-ish a year. Yeah, he's, he's very quick, um, and he's still relatively young, so he could still his best year still could be ahead of him. I have him going to Buffalo, uh, for nineteen million dollars. Okay. Uh, Buffalo has a lot of cap space. Um, he seems like a guy Buffalo puts always puts a lot of emphasis on their defense. It was already very strong, so it could get even stronger with the addition of him. Uh, yeah, Bills have the third most cap space at $82 million. Definitely a lot of money to spend. And um, they could definitely be looking to over to dethrone the Patriots as AFC East champs finally uh, this year. So this could definitely be the year. And their defense already rivals the Patriots, and they could be right up there with a couple more additions, which they definitely have the money to do. I chose the Dolphins because they have, uh, I mean, they're the most cap room with 88 million, uh, and Ngakwe is wants. I, I, I think he said that he wants 22 million, which that's a lot, uh, but 20 million is definitely reasonable. Um, and just I don't know the Dolphins they need some excitement. <laughs> he would he would uh, bring fans to games maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's still relatively young, so they're a yeah. team that maybe needs a couple years. And when he hits his prime, they could be you know somewhat relevant I guess depending on what happens over the next year or two. Yeah. Uh, next guy is Jason Pierre-Paul. He is what 31, 32. 230, something like that? Uh, sure. I think he's 31. 31, yeah. Had a good, decent year last season. What did he have? Like, he had just under 10 sacks, I believe. Yes. Um, I think he initially wanted to stay with Tampa Bay, but they also have another, obviously, big defensive piece that I need to resign. So, where do you have him going? I had, I like this a lot. Uh, once I had this thought, I'm in love, in love with it. Going back to the Giants for nine million. Yeah, I um, I don't have him signing for that much. I think his age. I know he had a decent year for his age last year. That would be kind of cool if he returned to the Giants. I know they also have a lot of money to spend. Yeah. Um, I have him going to the Dolphins actually. Okay. Um, for how much? I only have what I have five or six something like that. I think five, five, I wrote five million. What's what's changed at the six? Six million dollars for Jason. Because yeah, he's currently paying, getting five. Yeah, let's give him six. Dolphins can afford it. Let's give him six. Give him an extra million. Why not? Um. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a veteran presence in a very young team who's rebuilding could help them. Um. Obviously, they have a lot of money to spend, so why not spend it? I uh I mean I similar reason uh Giants have a ton of money to spend they're at six in the league with like seventy four million and I think the uh the Giants kind of need a little bit of a, a culture change like the fans are are kind of getting tired of no one's had more losses than the Giants in the past the cumulative over the past I don't remember like five years before they. Four years, I think. Um, they're tired of losing, and bringing back a legend that they uh, won a Super Bowl with, like Pierre Paul, would be huge for the culture. Obviously, new head coach. Uh, they're trying to look to change things, and that's why I think they'd overpay a little bit at nine million for Pierre Paul. All right, I, that would be cool. I would like to see it. So yeah. Maybe it'll happen in a week or two. Next on the list is uh, uh, Fowler Jr. Um, on the Rams last season. Who do you have? 
for him. I, I have him going to the Texans for 13. Okay. That's not bad. Now, obviously, they trying, they're trying to feel, fill excuse me, the void of uh, Clowney, who was there yeah. for the beginning portion of his career. Um, could be a good match. What 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 uh, what what number do you have? Thirteen million. Thirteen. Um, okay, so this is obviously one also that I um, the team would need to figure some things out to make yeah. it. Um, I also have them going to the Falcons, and I obviously they I had them signing Matt Frieda too. But like I said, they're trying to. They're rumored to move on from a couple of guys, so that could their cap could go up. I mean, they're you know they could have more money available. How much money? Uh, I had sixteen million dollars. So you have Brita for four and a half. This for sixteen million. So that's them spending close to twenty-one million dollars in free agency on two players when they only have four million to spend. Doesn't seem to make much fiscal sense, <laughs> but maybe, maybe they will get creative. <laughs> Fowler has expressed interest potentially in playing for them. Okay. He, he has a connection with Dan Quinn, who uh, recruited him uh, to the University of Florida, so they share a connection there. Uh, Defensive-minded head coach. So I didn't know that until I looked into it tonight. So that could be something. Um, but yeah, obviously some things are going to be set in motion in order for this transaction to occur. Okay. I had the Texans. I mean, as you said, they fill the void of Clowney who left. And their pass rush isn't great. Watt, the battle's injury, but I mean, he's still great when he's on the field. Uh, Watt and Fowler would be a great one-two punch on their D-line, which it's not. I, I just saw, looked up their team pass rush win rate, and the Texans are 28th in the league at only 35%. So that would this could definitely uh, improve their defense a lot, adding a guy like Fowler. That's why I had the Texans. All right. All right, so these are two of the bigger names in free agency on the defensive side. We've got Jadavian Clowney next. What do you got? I have him going to the Colts for $17 million. I have him going to the New York Giants for $21 million. Wow. They, uh, the Giants have expressed that they want Clowney. I don't, I, if I were them, I would not pay him. I don't think he is worth the money that he's going to be demanding. So he would, he would be a guy that would fade in free agency. Giants, like you expressed, have a lot of money, so they could just throw a ton at him to entice him to go there. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, they're going to need some help. Their defense needs some work. And I know I just said that he, I think in my mind, he is a little overrated. Um, not necessarily overrated, but I mean, he was so hyped up as a prospect, number one overall pick. And I think he has disappointed to a degree with uh, having that title as the number one pick and, you know, one of the best prospects ever to, you know, come into the NFL ranks. My mind is disappointed in that. Not that he's had a bad career, but um, I don't know. But anyway, I have the Giants. Dave Gettleman, his philosophy has always been you win football games on the in the trenches, you know, offenses and defensive lines. Um, and that was kind of his mentality in Carolina when he was there as the general manager. So. I know he hasn't necessarily, you know, obviously the Giants' defensive line and offensive line haven't been uh, staples of that organization over the past couple of years, but he's working on it. He drafted uh, Dexter Lawrence, um, and if he tries to sign Clowney, uh, you know, that could, you know, he's at least making an effort to try to improve it, so this could be that. Um, All right. Next is... Sack leader of last season, uh, Shaquille Barrett of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What do you have? I have him going back to the Buccaneers at $17 million. I have him also going back to the Bucks, but under the franchise tag at $16 million. Okay. 
Why tag? Um. So they're tagging Winston and him, Barrett? No, I didn't have them tagging uh, Jameis Winston. Oh. I have I had them signing him to a three-year deal at $28 million. Okay. You had Kenyon Drake going there. Who'd you have? Well, yes, I also had Kenyon Drake as well. All right. I mean, the Bucks are fourth in the league, so they do have a lot of money. Right, yeah. Um, but if they can't, you know... I, I've read a couple of, you know, articles and stuff about Barrett, and it looks like the negotiations as a whole with the team are looking towards tagging him. That's what I've concurred out of my research. I, I just saw a few quotes. He quoted at the Super Bowl saying that he would like to go back to the Bucks, and I think he does uh, – not Super Bowl, Pro Bowl, but whatever. Uh, he has interest in going back to the Bucks. Um, he would like to go there. And I would imagine the feeling is mutual. I've he led the league in sacks, and I don't know, seventeen is reasonable, I think. So yeah. Yeah. A week ago, February twenty eighth, Adam Schefter says Bucks are strongly considering using the team's one franchise tag on Barrett. Okay. Yes, that's what that's why I went with. But yeah, I really it sounds like both Barrett and the Bucks want him back there. So yeah, sounds like Tampa Bay may be the spot. All right, we've got six more players left, uh, four corners and two safeties to discuss. We'll start with Logan Ryan. Where do you have him going? I have him going to the Giants for $12 million. I have him going to the Eagles for $12 million. Okay. Um, I just said the Giants both because... Both teams need him. Oh, yeah. I said the Giants because... Um, they got a lot, of, a lot of money to spend in free agency, and I don't know. I just – that'd be – it would help them a lot. And I mean the same for the Eagles, too. Eagles have a little – have less than the Giants, but still, similar reason. Yeah, uh, what was – sorry, what was the contract projection value that you had for him? I had $12 million, same as you. Okay, yeah, $12 million. I Sorry, I, I forgot that. Um, yeah, I went with the Eagles. Both teams needed, like I said. Um, so yeah, I would be, it would be disappointing if you were an Eagles fan if they not make some type of move here in the secondary. Uh, next is Byron Jones, probably the biggest name out of the cornerbacks on the free yes. agent market. Who do you have? I don't know why I picked this team, but I just went with it. I haven't gone back to the Cowboys. All right. And Jerry is making him the highest paid corner at 15. Uh, second, sorry, but 15. I have the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. Throwing the bag at Byron Jones, making him the highest paid corner with a $17 million annual contract for five years. Wow. <laughs> um, he's played. He's played very well, obviously. And the Raiders are trying their hardest to put together a win-now franchise. Um, you know, they're really slowly getting there, I guess. They started off okay this year. They were in the wild-card mix for a little while, kind of faded towards the last couple weeks of the season. Um, they've com- seems like they've committed to Derek Carr. There's always a little bit of rumors for the past couple of years whether the, the Raiders will invest as a quarterback in the draft or sign one, but... Sounds like they're going to be sticking with him. Uh, you know, they, got, they signed Darren Waller to an extension in the middle of last season. Obviously, Josh Jacobs. Uh, this is a team that probably could maybe add a wide receiver in the draft. I've seen Henry Ruggs mocked draft to them in a lot of mock drafts. So, you know, they're trying to put it all together. They have a decent amount of cap space. I believe they're 12 in the league. And, um, this could help them a lot if they, you know, signed a top-tier corner. Yeah. Um, well, spoiler alert, I got Chris Harris Jr. going to the Raiders for all the reasons you just said pretty much at $13 million. Um, But, yeah, but real quick on Byron Jones to the Cowboys for $15 million. So I think the Cowboys are going to keep all their guys. Jones at $15 million. 
I had Cooper at 17, Dak at 35 and a half. And that would still, I think that totals up to like 58, which still is under their cap by hefty amount. No, no, I think 68. So they'd still have like 10 million left. So I think Jerry's going to get it done. The Cowboys going to win it all. Uh, yeah, moving on to Chris Harris Jr. I am going to the Texans for $12 million. Okay. No particular reason. Yeah. I mean, they their defense isn't great. They could use him. And they got the money. So it, it could make sense. That's kind of the generic explanation for all these guys. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, like, we don't, no one knows for certain. We're not in these negotiating rooms. But, um, you know, sometimes they're a little – these some of these are a little more obvious than others. But other, you know, it really could be anyone. So – you know, after this, we should uh, total up out of out of thirty. What if our predictions were right? All right. I mean, how many do you think? I mean, I guess we can go back and review at the end here. But how many have we agreed on? Would you say? I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah, we'd have to check again. But yeah. I feel like, for what it's worth, like I don't think we've been too far off of each other on the on the on the money side, except for Kenyon Drake. But that's not because I think he's worth it. I just think the Cardinals are stupid. Okay, yeah, that was probably the one that had the biggest disparity. But yeah, I I, I think I feel good that I don't seem totally off on the numbers because I was a little bit worried about that initially. Yeah, I think we will be a little off on this next one though. I got uh, Eli yeah. Apple. Yeah, who do you have? I have him going to the Eagles for ten million. Uh we're not that off. Okay. I have returning to the Saints. I didn't obviously know too much about his year, and I looked into it. It looks like that he played pretty well for the first half to maybe a little bit longer in the season, but as the season went on, he kind of faded a little bit. Marshawn Lattimore got hurt towards the end of the year, and he had to step up and cover more number one receivers, and he, as a result, didn't look as good. So yeah. he's kind of left the Saints with a mixed bag and what they really want to do with him this year. They declined his fifth-year option in the middle of the season. Uh, right. So that's kind of why I thought that he. I don't. I feel like the bridge is kind of a little burnt. I have. And, I have him going back to the Saints on a one-year prove-it deal, seven million dollars. All right. Yeah, I could see that then. That's fair. Um, I said the Eagles. Obviously, they need. They're desperate for corner help, and similar reasons why they. I had them going after Anderson, Robbie Anderson, for so much money is that they're. Just, I feel like they're kind of desperate for corner help. And yeah, ten million maybe a little bit of an overpay for Eli Apple, but they need corners. Yeah, he's looked he's looked good at times, but he also looked very not so good at times throughout his four year career so far. So, yeah, I think a prove it deal for the Saints makes a little bit of sense because they're still not one hundred percent sold on him, but they may not want to give up on him yet because he did look good for some part of last season. Yeah. All right, we've got two more guys. Uh, both safeties. We've got Devin McCourty and HaHa Clinton Dix. Let's start with Devin McCourty. What do you have? I have him back on the Patriots for ten million. I am going to the New York Giants for ten million dollars. Interesting. Uh, Joe Judge obviously is a new coach for the Giants. He spent a lot of years with the Patriots, so maybe he could kind of poach him to come over with the Giants and convince them that they're building something great over there. Um, he's got that Rutgers connection. Yeah. I also have $10 million as well. Okay, uh, yeah. And how much – I know you did years. How many years do you have it? Two, because he's 33, I believe. He is 33. Yeah, I, I had two years, $10 million. I mean, I – I guess – I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't hurt. I just feel like the the Giants, I don't know if they even they, – they see themselves as a two-year project, you know? I don't know. I feel like rebuilds always seem like they should take longer, but sometimes it's the, not. Yeah. If you make the right moves, it could the the time can be shortened. You're right. Yeah. And it really all depends on the quarterback. And if Daniel Jones is as good as they think he could be, then you know the the time could be shorter. So. Yeah. All right. Final guy. Ha ha, Clinton Dix. What do you have? I have him 
going to the Eagles for ten million. I got the Eagles signing three guys. Yeah. Well, who do you what do you have? Oh yeah, you had the Eagles, Robbie Anderson, Eli Apple, and Aaron Clinton Dix. Yeah. Yeah, I had the Eagles getting Logan Ryan and uh, Robbie Anderson. I had Clinton Dix going to the Dolphins for eleven million dollars. Okay. Uh, Dolphins have a lot of holes. Dix is twenty-seven, I believe. So, you know, kind of, he's towards the middle of his career, I'd say. Um, been on three different teams now, so getting approaching veteran status, and um, not a bad contract for the Dolphins. So, um, I don't know. They obviously have a lot of money to do it. So, why not? Eagles could definitely use a safety. Adding Apple and Quentin Dix to their secondary would be, I guess, good, different. Yeah. All right. There you have it, folks. That is an extensive free agency preview for you. All of our predictions at Hogline, at the Hogline Studios. Um, definitely will be interesting to see. Uh, obviously, everyone's wondering where Brady's going to go and where. I don't know. I guess, who would you say the biggest names are? Like that people are monitoring, like obviously Brady and I mean I'm very personally I'm very interested and invested in Derrick Henry and Melvin Gordon. Those are the two most interesting for me personally. But I guess Brady, I, I, Brady and Dak I feel like are the two big ones. Right. Like, I mean, talked about. Let's talk about. I mean, Brady's probably definitely the one that's the most like up in the air. I mean, I have a conviction that he's going back to New England, but. I feel like there's like an 85% chance Dak is back with the Cowboys, maybe even higher. Like, I really think he's like, it's certainly going to be. True. Yeah. 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 What, I mean, I think it, the question is whether it's a franchise tag or an actual contract, maybe, but I'm pretty confident they'll get it done. Yeah. Melvin Gordon's a pretty up in the air. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he could be a lot of different teams. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That'll be one to monitor. So crossing my fingers and praying that he ends up in a somewhat favorable situation. And uh, he can help me win a championship next year. So we'll see. Yeah. All right, folks. Thank you for listening. Um, be sure to you know let us know if you agree or disagree with us, and um, we'll see if your favorite team makes a decent splash in free agency. It'll all be fun. I think it kicks off what next mu- uh, March 16th, I believe. I think so. Yes. Right. So about a week or so from the time this goes up and you can listen to it and, you know, monitor these players and whatnot. So anyway, thanks for listening. As I said, um, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Hogline podcast and um, tell your friends and your enemies and your acquaintances folks. Yep. All right, everyone take care. Have a good one. Yeah.